but he has to do five okay. years of 20 hours a week. That's what it was. Public service. He was sentenced to a part-time job. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was I mean, <laughs> five years of 20 hours a week? Dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome back to the Netflix Book Club podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Tui, joined always with... Dennis Rooney. What's up, everybody? What is up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to episode 112. NPR vibes on this intro. What is up, everybody? Are we reading? <laughs> Make sure to go outside and enjoy the sunshine today. Make sure to donate to us or else we will go under and no one will be there to stroke your ego. Up next, why Joe Biden is <laughs> still amazing. <laughs> How did we get political before we get to the movie? Oh, Jesus. What what movie are we uh, talking about? Must today? be all those illegal drugs that were sniffing up our nose, right, Mike? That's a joke. Right, it's into, related to the movie. Right into this country. They're right come, into they're this coming country. in through the through the border. Puerto Rico. We watched a little documentary oh. film called "The Legend of Cocaine Island." The Legend of Cocaine Island. I guess it is a documentary film. At least that's what it says up there. You guess it's a documentary film? Well, because it's really a true crime documentary. <laughs> it's a, a good save it's just the next one it's just the one written next to it on the screen is that it i'll read the byline an urban legend about a duffel bag of cocaine buried in the caribbean leads a misfit band to hatch a nutball plan to find it in this comic documentary that's what it says a nutball plan comic documentary comic documentary it, that's what i mean it's it, this is a unique if you call this a doc, it is a documentary, I guess. It's absolutely, without a doubt, or, yeah, it's a documentary. What else would it be? It's not a rom-com. The only reason that it, it even plays a, a weird line with that is because the amount of times that they say the word story, story, this is a story. It's The whole thing starts off, if this was a, a story from the South, they say, you ain't going to believe this shit. If it's a story yeah, from the Southern North. Southern fairy tale. It's uh, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, that's the North. But then they say the word story, and that this is just a story. Over yeah, but it is a story. And Every it, documentary is about a story. Okay, but it does flash across the screen, screen. It goes, none of the things that happen in here can be... Not none. It says a lot of the stuff couldn't be verified, which is understandable, because a lot of it's conjecture. A lot of it's about conversations that, like, oh, we had this conversation at this place. We talked over here about this. But, like, it's over the course of many years, too, you know? Um, I guess... <laughs> No, I think what can be proven or not proven is like, was there drugs there? Were there drugs there? Did anyone actually pull them out of the ground? Well, that's, I mean, you're jumping right to the last five minutes of the film. No, but isn't that the whole story? I think, well, no, the whole story is that this guy heard Sorry, a rumor. As it, as it pertained to like, none of this thing, none of this can be proven. Because it's like, literally none of it can be proven. Well, absolutely some of it can be proven. This dude, Rodney, went to court and got tried for being a drug smuggler. Well, that's one thing, but was... There, that's a proven thing. Was there anything ever there, and did the FBI do this subversively? Again, that's that only comes up in the last five minutes of the movie, but it, it does make it a lot more interesting when they raise that point. Homeland Security. Homeland Security is like, well, yeah. it was nighttime, and we only took a picture on a flip phone, and we don't hire photographers... And like, yeah, you're, it's all, but that's what it is. It's the government's word versus this guy, Rodney. Right. You know, Rodney. And what was his buddy's name? His crackhead companion. Uh, that is Andy. Andy. I was yeah. calling him a dollar store Hunter S. Thompson. Okay. That's good. I like that. Yeah. 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 Real dollar. I'd go 99 cents. store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking off 1% of his value right now. He, but, him trying to admit or not admit to uh, opioid 
opioid uh, withdrawal. Yeah, withdrawal. It's like, clearly, dude, you didn't. It's not bad lobster. Yeah, dude. Rodney <laughs> had the same lobster and he was fine. <laughs> he couldn't finish it, though. That was the most shocking thing Five in this whole pounds movie. pounds of lobster. Nobody should be finishing that. There wasn't a scene where this guy wasn't eating or drinking the entire movie. <laughs> and now you tell me that the it should have been the legend of the giant lobster. Or spitting tobacco. There's no lobster large enough that that guy couldn't eat. I want to watch the documentary about the lobster, honestly. <laughs> that sounds incredible. A lobster so big, it's get five pounds of meat off I it? don't care how big a lobster you find, it wouldn't be good enough for his wife. No. Oh, but, oh she'll keep it up with the... I mean, keep, give me a break, lady. Well, she's stuck. I feel like she's one of those wives where she's like, I'm still with him, so I get to criticize every fucking thing about him. And so-and-so had a double sink, so we got a double sink. So we got a double... Yeah, oh, first of all, it sounds up. like... Because at first, the family's doing great. They say, you know, he employs 80 people. They got the house, they got the jet ski, they got the motor, anything they want, they have. Sounds like they were living above their means, though. If, like, the recession hit that hard where all that shit goes away, yeah. it's like, maybe you should have been doing a little more saving for a rainy day instead I'm of buying sh- a boat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said he was a million dollars in debt. Yeah, so once that, the recession hit, yeah. That's living he, outside your means. They're living in the double wide trailer. I think it's safe to say. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that, that's. I don't feel beyond. terrible for him. I feel bad for the employees, you know? Sure. Um... But this is a documentary. Again, I want not to it harp is. back on that, but it it's is. a documentary. It's a documentary. That's the biggest thing is that they say at the end, they're like, Rodney claims maybe they didn't even do it. And I hadn't even considered that until he brought it up. Right. But that makes the whole thing that much more interesting, especially how the government people that they interviewed were very like, they just brushed it off like nonchalantly, you know? No, I definitely Im- immediately started thinking that, but only when you found out that uh, the guy was a double agent or yeah. was a, sure. a Homeland Security. They paced it very well. They released you these little like nuggets of information at just the right time. You what, know, you know the guy's name I don't have is the main guy, the fat guy. The main fat guy, Rodney? Oh, Rodney. Okay, Rodney, so, yeah, yeah, that's the one name I didn't write down here. Yeah. Um, He was so fat, wasn't he? Jesus. No, that wasn't uh, right. He was... Very active for a man his <laughs> size. I was surprised throughout the entire film because like, a guy like that, I imagine... He doesn't have the gumption, the ambition to go seek out $2 million buried worth of cocaine. The fact that he even booked the tickets and went to Puerto Rico, I was impressed. Yeah, you but then he, then he realized he didn't have a shovel, got back in a plane, and went home. That's, uh, that you know, was wild to me. They really make him out to be a dum-dum in this movie, and I try to go to bat for him because I don't think what he did was that crazy or stupid. But not bringing any sort of like plan to get this shoveled out was bananas to me. Crazy. They went there. They fucking bought plane tickets. Worst top 10 uh, airplane landing strips in the world. Where you get there, it's like, apparently you can't just buy a shovel. Which I also disagree with. It's like, go to a farm, offer them money to buy a shovel. I'm sure they'll give you a shovel. You they, ha- yeah, you have to get a little creative. Yeah. Like he said, there's no Walmart. Like, sure. But to go all the way home. Yeah. There's shovels in Puerto Rico. Either way, I think the point was, uh, now I'm remembering, you were like, they paced it well. Yeah. And they kind of, they keep the good stuff to the end, but it doesn't feel like it's dragging. Mm -hmm. He is such a character. Yeah. He's kind of entertaining. So I think that helps. He's entertaining. He's loving. You know, he's the type of guy who's loving the fact that there's a documentary being made about this thing that he did. Go around the fire, drink some beers. I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah. Which he acknowledges, too, at the end of the film. He's like, it's the thing I'm like most ashamed of in my life. But he's also like, let me tell you all about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely. That's, I wonder if he's... Uh, there's got to be some other weird shady shit that he's done that nobody knows about, too, though. A guy like that? 
with I, that kind of... It sounds like he just kind of stepped in shit a little bit. Did you pick up on... I don't know if when they stated it, if they stated it at all, because I only found this out after watching the movie and reading about it, but his crackhead cohort, Andy... Andy. That was played by an actor. Was it? That was not him. Yeah, because throughout the film, it's Rodney and Andy and all, and these, the guy in the skull mask, you know, and there's reenactments and shit with people, and everyone's kind of playing themselves, but Andy was not in this movie. Oh. That actor was portraying Andy, which kind of bummed me out because yeah. I thought, but at the same time, great job, actor, because I thought you were this dude. Dude, that's why calling this a documentary is a little tough. It is a documentary. It there is was a, documentary. a court case. This guy did serve time. This isn't like a I'm not debating National Geographic just the facts documentary. But that's tough. They should have. I feel like that. That's so misleading. Having him, yeah, yeah, yeah. N- and never addressing it. Right. So they didn't, right? You don't remember them addressing it. No. In the movie? Well, what about the guy um, with the skull face? Yes, D. The Cuban. D. I think that's him. I think that's really because he wore the, uh, the the thing that covers face the whole movie. Yeah, that and he's also pretty convincing. Although I just said the actor was very convincing about Andy, but still, <laughs> you're not gonna get two amazing unknown actors. In yeah, this he, he movie. was D. He was the Cuban. He he could push, but he was the rat. Ultimately. He was also the rat. He was a yeah. dirty rat. Which. I mean, he was going to rob Rodney anyway. He pretty much all of but course. says. No, he says that, yeah. So I, I went from liking him to, I was like, oh, no, fuck this guy a Yeah, bit. he's the worst. Yeah, but really, fuck the FBI. I, where do you stand on that? Do you think... Now, that's the thing. Do we want to get into that right now? There's nothing else to say, right? We're here. I mean, well, scream it or don't scream it. We'll throw it right in the middle here. Having been a person who doesn't enjoy cocaine, didn't do it, not uh-huh. my thing, was never in my scene. It, I was came close, but it wasn't for me. Uh-huh. This documentary is great. Yeah. Great. I, <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, I don't support cocaine, so no. Don't watch this movie. No, but, I'm just saying because yeah. a lot of, coming from that perspective, a lot of movies, they glorify like Blow. And I right. love Blow as a, as a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, but, it, so not speaking from, or speaking from that experience, whereas I abused alcohol, folks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's that what was I your did. flavor. Okay. That's what I was doing. But, uh. It almost just happens. That's just what happens to be what the vehicle is for this film because it's awesome. It's It's, awesome. I loved it. It is exactly like what it proclaims to be, like a a hillbilly fairy tale, you know? Definitely. And the name is much better suited than the original name. The original name was like The Legend of of Culebra, like the island that they eventually Uh went to. No, Cocaine Island. Hit me with it right at the top. Yeah. Tell me that this is going to be some crazy fucking story. And it's also like, I've heard this rumor, not rumor, but like, we've heard stories of this before. Fucking drugs wash up, money washes up on Mm -hmm. beaches sometimes. Yes. Things get thrown overboard out at sea. So to have some like totally true, and again, there's things that can't be confirmed in this film, but they did take Rodney to trial for taking the drugs, which means he did go to Puerto Rico twice. You know, these things can be verified, flight records and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. so just hearing a real story about this kind of like worldwide phenomenon that can happen sometimes, like the crazy shit that washes ashore. Yep. It's like hearing a doc. It would be like watching a documentary about finding a letter in a bottle and then you go and meet that person and like save them from uh fucking their whatever treasure yeah. map. Yeah. Treasure map. Some shit like yeah, that, you know? Definitely. Yeah. And the attitude towards cocaine in this country, like, nobody's upset with this guy. Nobody cares. Nobody's yeah. worrying about the effect to the community, all this. Like, it's just non-existent. Even the judge is like, all right, I have a loophole here mm-hmm. because we don't really see this as such a big... Like, we're okay with cocaine on a human level. 32 kilos is also probably like a drop in the bucket for Florida, you know? 
For four, okay. Well, you like for I mean? the country in general. Yeah, I, for the country in general. It seems sure. like that's a massive amount. Well, $2 million in street value is not that much, right? I mean, street value is always inflated. Like, cops will fucking grab some guy with marijuana, and they're like, it was $30,000 street value, and it's like two ounces. It's like, okay, maybe if you break it up into dime bags straight up, you know. Andy. Not, not that I've sold weed and would know sure. what that breaks down to. And, but Andy, now I'm thinking that now that you told me he's an actor, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm aggravated at that. Because some scenes were so sincere when he's trying to yes. figure out that word. When he's, yes. trying, he's like, fuck you, don't tell me. And he's, shut tr- up. And he's trying to calculate breaking down mm-hmm. the keys. And yeah. he's like, you know what? It's probably more than two million. Right. And I was like, oh, you know, but yeah. no, no. But this is fucking somebody wrote this. That guy was in his hotel the night before ah, saying that into the mirror. Ah, <laughs> I'm still saying stream it. But man, that that's a poison pill, dude. I hate to swallow that. Yeah, they sh- I, I just wish they. Ah, but I guess it's obvious that some people are actors. Most well, people are and we actors. Never see. You know what the real giveaway is, in my opinion. We never see Rodney with Andy in the documentary. There's picture. There's at the end. But that's probably the real. And I didn't Andy, look close right? enough to know that. It, I. You know what? It yeah. did. I said they don't look exactly. But. You know, drug addicts look different day to day. What's he? Rodney Rodney cheeseburger to cheeseburger. You know, people aren't. (laughs) (laughs) They're Floridians, dude. They're a little subclass. Once I saw Jacksonville, I was like, oh, okay. All right. I can't believe anything that comes out of this. Yeah. This movie is, uh, I've heard it referred to as like the official Florida man documentary (laughs) because it's such a Florida man thing to do. You know what I mean? You hear this rumor and you go, but. If you were in Rodney's position, wouldn't you be kind of curious? Wouldn't you be like, why not give it a shot? Oh. I wouldn't be leaning on that to save my family's finances. But oh, if he- I had some money saved up, I'd be like, yeah, let me go to Puerto Rico and put a shovel in the ground or something. I don't know. The fact that his family's fine, anyone's finances would be like, you know, you're risking your life. You're going to go to jail if yeah. it happens. But anyone would take $2 million. I mean, yeah. right? I mean, it's not. You can't fault him on that. No, I don't think so. Yeah. And then, you know, he doesn't. That's the whole case. Anyway, was that it was they tried entrapment. Yeah. To push it that way and and I think I have I got some issues with the whole with the whole case. Do you think well, let me hear. Him. Do you think he will cuz I think the, the whatever jury that got selected, what a bunch of fucking bootlicker boring squares. How do you not root for this guy and try to get him off? He's a nice guy. He's, you know, he doesn't seem to have like a wicked bone in his body. He's coming from this sob story, which in a way, you know, again, I don't really feel too bad for right. it. You put yeah. yourself in this hole, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But it's also just such a, they say this in the film a dozen times, the American dream. You right. know what I mean? You take a risk, high reward, even in the face of the law. It's like. Without knowing what happened at the trial, it's hard to say why. They must have, they probably, had, I mean, it's the government, right? So they have amazing lawyers. Mm, I don't know, actually. They probably do. That I'm not sure. But because it's a case like that they were... The whole thing is entrapment is what it comes down Uh to. So you have to prove entrapment. And their their defense was that he didn't really commit a crime. Right. But I think that it's... I think that that's the wrong... I think it was wrong. I think what they should have said because uh, Tony Montana... Who ends? He works for Homeland Security, but they called him Tony Montana. His uh-huh. name is Carlos. Yeah, he was Puerto Rican. Okay, and they tell you they tell you that, and they meet him in Tampa. Originally, he was going to take four bricks for making the the drugs come up, but then sure. it became to eight. So when it becomes eight, that's him reaching out over and over again, right? Because the decision was like, I can't find Ronnie it. Stopped answering his phone. I'm not going to deal with this. Mm-hmm. So with entrapment, one of the spe- uh, stipulations of entrapment is that the, you don't have access. Right. So you needed a Puerto Rican is what is this how the agent sold it to him. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, 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 you're a gringo. You can't 
do what I can do down there digging. Yeah. You need a Puerto Rican. Explicitly, you cannot commit this crime you need without me. a Puerto Rican. Right. I am the Puerto Rican. Yeah. And it's like, he couldn't have done it on himself. The only way he does this whatsoever, 100%, without mm-hmm. a doubt in the world is without this man who's a Puerto Rican man who is the government that's where the I mean he's not the only Puerto Rican I agree with you but I mean the only way it happens in the world he could find another Puerto Rican okay now there's a few of them show me the show me the evidence where Ronald what's his name Ronnie Rodney show me the evidence remember everybody else's name because I didn't write it down show me because I was calling him fatso the whole movie that's why Dennis that's what I was gonna say yeah Rodney, show me the evidence where Rodney for one second tried to find another person to do it. Yeah, he gave up. That is true. That's a big... Yeah, I think the So biggest... if I'm the lawyer, I can maybe convince one juror to say, you're right, this isn't a crime without the government. Right. That would have been my argument. It must have been an old jury, old white women who are like, well, the, no, they hear cocaine, they're like, this guy's a criminal. I'll tell you who was old, uh, Rodney's lawyer... Yeah, Rodney's lawyer. He didn't know anything, shocked. dude. He didn't. He remembers cocaine from from Scarface. <laughs> that's what he knows. Like he doesn't know. And even that's too. He was old. He, he was, was 40 he was already. defining entrapment. It's like no, define your defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get somebody else. Aren't you? Go. I know you're in Tampa. It's like drive over to Miami. Get somebody who knows what the hell they're talking about. Thank God the judge was cool. Well, that was this such would a, be a very sad documentary if it's like Rodney is rotting away in a prison cell right now. It's begs like, the oh, question. You know, maybe if Rodney wasn't white. Oh, that's something we could absolutely. I mean, I when I'm while we're watching this, for sure they go to trial, and you're like, if Rodney was not an old, goofy-looking white dude, yep, with a clean past, yep, he's going to jail for a long, long. long you time. just said the thing that's key, yeah, a clean past, yeah. If you had a clean record, if this was your first offense. Mm-hmm. You can have all these leniencies, right? And that's where the safety valve. If you're a young black man in America, the chance of you having a mm-hmm. something on your record. So that that was where I was like, "Oof, that one is yeah. very obvious," or you know, seems very uh, obvious. And there. it's Florida courts. I mean, yeah, these doesn't are help. Right that doesn't wing. help. These are a red state. They're like the cowboys of the red states, other than Texas. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know Texas if they're the, swing blue. I, I don't know if they're the cowboys. Not the cowboys, but they're like <laughs> fucking wild. Florida. You know what I mean, they're fucking wild. As people. much as like Kid Rock is a cowboy, or Fred Durst right. is a cowboy. Don't bring Fred Durst into this. <laughs> He's all right? from Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Fred, if you're listening, yeah, I love you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. Thank God the, the the judge was cool. That was such a cool twist in this movie to find that out. There was a lot of twists and, and turns. He, he gets a sentence that felt like a Seinfeld pilot that they pitched to NBC. Right, dude, I know. <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that much leniency. That judge was like, like, you know what? Went from, what, 10 to 15 years or something like that to well, 60 days and... Wait, wait, six months? I thought it was... Did he do six months and then... He did 60 days and then he had to oh. do probation for 20 years... But he has to do five okay. years of 20 hours a week. That's what it was. Public service. He was sentenced to a part-time job. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was I mean, <laughs> five years of 20 hours a week? Dude, I don't care how much you enjoy helping people. That's a lot of time. That's either two 10-hour days or like three short days. And you, know? he, you could tell by the end when he was like, he changed his life. He was he was thinner. He was in better shape. Was he? I didn't know. Oh, that. yeah. When he was walking up the steps at the end, when he's holding the shovel, he's hugging the people. They get, he has to work for Habitat for Humanity. Mike's just been worried about his blood pressure the entire film. When I heard he couldn't finish a lobster, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 it not this guy. No, yeah, okay. This guy, that's nothing for this guy. Every scene he's eating or drinking. Or spitting tobacco. Okay. 
I'm surprised he's not ripping cigs the whole show. You know what I mean? <laughs> he never stops consuming. Yeah. Pretty active though. He's kind of, you know, I look at him and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta move more, but like keep, I gotta keep going down this path. Just move more. You know? Well, I guess when you're making crazy money too, cause Early in the film, when he's a very big, he's still a big man by the end. No, but he is. He no, he he looks a lot better by the end. Yeah, he does. Okay, he does. Yeah, I was looking him up uh, recently. There's not much to find about him. I saw his LinkedIn profile. Did his wife leave him? Still with him, as far as wow. I could tell. Wow, as far as I could tell. Yeah, there's a very good. If you want further reading on this, GQ made a really long article. Uh-huh. Uh I don't know if it was pre-documentary or post, but it just goes into a lot more detail about like the things that happen and stuff with the trial. Yeah, they get into more of it with the trial. I would be interested too. because that's they don't really talk about the trial too much. It's very quick in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Theo Love was the director. You know what else he did? The McMillions documentary. Never saw it. Me neither. I was ah. hoping you saw it. So you tell me something about it. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> but I heard it was good. <laughs> I don't. It's so dis- McDonald's. Like, I know it's McDonald's is disgusting. I know their pra- business practices must be disgusting. Like, I don't need to. Their contest giveaways are rigged, you right. don't say? Yeah, I'm oh, good. That's not what McDonald's was founded <laughs> over. McDonald's means justice. Uh, yeah, you want fair games, go to Burger King. <laughs> um, Roy Rogers was always a guy with an even keel, you know what I mean? Because he was a, a cowboy. He was a guy you could trust. Like John Wayne selling fast food. He was a straight shooter. <laughs> Salty nuggets, though. Do you remember Roy Rogers' nuggets? <laughs> I don't remember Roy they Rogers' They were so nuggets. salty. That's <laughs> Eight-year-old Mike being like, these nuggets are too salty. <laughs> being a little Jewish kid all of a sudden. <laughs> they were always, and they were like perfect circles. I don't trust that. No. Roy, there, there's a reason they don't Favorite exist nuggets? anymore. Fast food nuggets? Uh, come on. You got to go Wendy's, right? I always like the chicken selects. I guess they're not nuggets. They don't count. Those are strips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more service area, more weight. It's, no, See, now it's this no is a conversation Rodney could get into. Yeah, Rodney, Rodney blows through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. He's like, did someone say chicken nuggets? <laughs> I think Rodney should go out and commit more crimes. How about Rodney handing over the map? Just absolutely no leverage. <laughs> Just no. here, here you go. Part of that, too, I'm watching it, and I'm hoping for... I guess you kind of know he can't get away with it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be seeing a documentary about it, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, some documentaries you see, you know if it's going to be a good outcome, bad outcome. This, in the back of your head, you kind of know it has to be a bad outcome. But you're still rooting. You're still hoping against all means, and you're yes. not trying to, you know... So when I see him do that, plus I'm like, the documentary makes no attempt to throw shade at cocaine or the fact that it's a narcotic or it's a negative yeah. effects. Like that's not an issue. I mean, unless you're turning it into crack, if you're doing cocaine, you're old enough to make your own choices. You know, it's still a drug. You get addicted to it, but Rodney's addicted to cheeseburgers. My point is, the movie makes no attempt to make it look bad. Doesn't from make, that try to make Rodney look perspective. bad. About it. Yeah, no, no, it's just very like you know, opportunity. This is America to make money. This happens all the time. Yeah. Um. Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I uh, jumped in Oh, when he hands over the map with, like, no leverage, as you were saying. Right. I'm going, this is either going to be a much happier, like... Like, when we see... When Roddy meets up with him in the store, he's holding the fishing pole. Carlos, was it? Or whoever the king guy was? Carlos, yep. And he, like, gives him a hug... And he's like, and Rodney's like doing the voiceover. He's like, maybe I had it wrong all along. You know, maybe yes. this guy was a good businessman and he does business. right. I'm hoping I'm there. I'm like, yes, this guy is cool. <laughs> he's a drug dealer, but he's still like, you know, he doesn't, he keeps his word, blah, blah, blah. And of course not. It's the U.S. government fucking over this uh, 
this fat middle-aged dude is just trying to help out his family. Yeah. When, before, so at that point, you don't know yet that it's the government. Mm. And, uh, you know, the line from earlier in the movie was ringing in my head about how his dad wasn't a businessman. Yeah. But he was. And I'm like, you handed over. You have no leverage now. You gave everything <laughs> away. You have absolutely nothing. I mean. <laughs> but, you're the, but you're the big businessman. Finish your lobster, stupid. He just keeps calling him. Like, hey, you guys, come on. <laughs> you had a deal. <laughs> I gave you it. Come on. <laughs> you said you could have eight. I mean, I guess there is the thing. I don't really think it gets mentioned, but he could technically go to the FBI then afterwards if this guy was ripping him off. The guy who wound up being FBI wasn't FBI. But no, I guess you're also doing some sort of time then too, right? No, you. there's no... You're blowing the whistle on yourself. There's Yeah, there's no... Yeah, I don't know. What about his daughter? <laughs> his daughter seems so like well normal. Adjusted. Yeah, normal. Well adjusted. She's like, yeah, this is weird that you guys are doing a documentary, but I get it. My dad's done some crazy shit. Yeah, in yeah. the beginning, she's like, our family might be a little weird. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was the three of them eating dinner in a nice dining room. <laughs> and the mom flips off the dad. That's the big thing. In, it's a, like, in, like whoa. A, in a cheeky, very cheeky, clearly. This it would family. have been a lot different if like, she flipped him off and he just backhands her immediately. <laughs> goes quiet, cuts back to the daughter, and it's like, he had a temper, though. <laughs> that, would, that would have been great. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, if you found out that Ronald, uh, Rodney had a dark side. That, yeah, he's a, a dark side. He had, he's never done coke in his life. You ever meet a guy like that, though? Like, just, fr just a friendly, blue-collar, weird, like, kind of picks up weird friends and shit. Folksy. Folksy. Sometimes you call that person folksy. I don't, like, I think it's just more, much more common outside of, like, major cities and oh, shit. Oh, dude, you know the I mean? Midwest, their whole, like, part of the culture is being, like, polite and nice and kind. Yeah. That, we don't get that here. No, we don't. <laughs> They're not we selling really that don't. to us. <laughs> We're not getting these stories. Someone tells that story in, like, Brooklyn about, like, oh, there's a two pounds of heroin buried in Long Island. People are just like, shut up. <laughs> You fucking idiot. There's heroin buried all over this state. God damn it. Yeah, the plan becomes, yeah, show me. I'm going to bury you in the hole. I find the drugs. In. Interesting <laughs> that the guy who originally found the coke that washed ashore. Julian. Julian. Who, he, who lives in the trailer that somehow does exist, but maybe not in the same place at the end. Hip. Well, I understand. Oh, was that a it. freaking actor, too? No, I think that's him. Oh, man. I believe that's oh, him. Oh, that hurts me with yeah, this stuff. I know Andy, right? He played it so good. We've all met a dude no, like Andy, that. No, Andy. Oh, Andy, right. Yeah, Andy and, the drug and, But I'm addict. saying maybe Julian at the end. Now I don't know if that's the real guy. No, that's him. I'm pretty sure. I'm I pretty hope sure. So. I hope so. Because the only scenes they show of Andy are that one interview in that room, kind of. You know, Actually, that's not true. They show him throwing up in the bathroom and shit. Yeah, they show Andy. Yes. They do show Andy with Rodney then. In a weird in way. In weird ways in the background. They shoot through the bathroom. Right, right, right. That's true. All right. But going back to Julian. Yeah. He was the guy who found the washed up Coke. And yes. at first, he buries it on the beach. I might be using information that I read from the GQ article. Okay. But the story officially in that article anyway is that, like, first he buries it on the beach because he's paranoid. Then he comes back. He eventually brings it to his shed. And, like, eventually he just buries it. Mm -hmm. And then years later, he just moves. Uh -huh. Isn't it odd that he doesn't, like, try to take a little bit of it? Well, actually, what I read was that he opened one package of the Coke uh -huh. and put some in, like, a mason jar that he just kept in his kitchen yeah. for, like, parties. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd break it out once in a while. But I don't know. You find you're in the woods one day hiking. You're in Prospect Park taking a walk, and you see a fucking backpack, and it's filled with, like, meth. Okay. Are you turning it into the cops? Are you taking it home? Are you getting big ambitions? What are you doing? I'm not turning it into the cops. Okay. Right? 
Hey guys, hey fellas! <laughs> I just leave Prospect Park, go find a cop someplace. They're not too far, I imagine. Yeah. Hey, buddy, you want to go see a big bag of drugs? Check out this backpack I have. Just get shot. Yeah, <laughs> just get shot on the spot, or you just get dragged into it. Where they're like, "Well, we don't believe you. We think you probably deal drugs, and maybe something went wrong, or you're trying to get leverage again." You know? Yeah. It's that's, like, no, no, no. I just found this. That's a. You know what? Maybe, maybe. No, nah, I don't do. I don't know what the hell you do. I guess you don't want to leave it there because you think a kid could find it. Yeah, that's true. So that would be the only thing because otherwise, I mean, does the idea to sell it ever cross my mind? No, it doesn't. I'm not selling crack or or meth. What would you sell? What would I? (laughs) (laughs) Also, when this guy found on the beach, how does he know it's not heroin? Don't heroin and and coke look very similar from what I've heard in movies? What you said... Well, you said about the GQ uh, article, he obviously opened it, so he figured it out. Yeah. You know. One way or another. The, Just a little bit on the gums, I guess. Yeah, Just most likely, right? Down, right? Probably. That's Some, what cops do, right? A little on the tongue. <laughs> they can still they can still do their job. 40 years ago. They just put a little on their tongue. They just hop right back in their car. And like go Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, he must have just tried it out. Take a tiny amount and yeah. see if you feel up, I guess, or down. Up or down, yeah. <laughs> see which way it goes. Oh, man. In the movie, though, there's absolutely no drug use. There's no... At one point, well, there's... smoking weed around the fire pit. Okay, smoking weed. But that's pretty, Drink, drinking, pretty tame. Yeah, drinking Coors Lights. Sure, yeah. Eating lobsters. You can't get over this lobster thing, huh? He finished it. I don't care, Andy, the actor. <laughs> that guy's never not finished a meal. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Ronald Rodney could, would kick your ass, Rodney, bro, right? Yeah, he could use a little cocaine. Maybe uh, he's t- a nice take guy. the weight off. He's a nice guy. Don't you have to get addicted to coke and then stop to lose weight, though? Yeah, I, you know what? I don't know enough to know it, but right. I do know there's plenty of fat cocaine fat users. Cokeheads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that I've, tr- is- I've tried it like once or twice. Uh huh. You it's, like it? Yeah, nah. You don't like the price? Don't like. Wait. <laughs> I definitely don't like the price. I don't like the price. I never paid. I never paid for it. I think that says everything you need to know. Need to know about me. Sex trade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've blown a few dudes in a bathroom for an eight ball or two. Oh but, uh, Jesus! That'd be a good price. I think. I don't know. I imagine an eight ball of cocaine is very expensive. So one blowjob from Dennis Rooney. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, make me an offer, internet. Is, is, <laughs> is that the street value? I have no idea, dude. I have no idea. And I don't know an eight ball. I mean, I know the term. That'd be terrifying. I couldn't tell you what an eight ball does. Like, is that enough for to kill you? I it's don't a know. Lot. I only know. Here's why I know about a cocaine eight ball is because Dennis Leary had a joke on his uh, No Cure for Cancer album, which okay. I listened to. A blot at one point in my life. Oh, really? And he goes, uh, you know, it's Friday night, and you and your friends decide, hey, let's get an eight ball. It'll last us all weekend. And then three hours later, you guys are like, we need another eight ball. Right, right, so right. So from, from deducing from that. Uh-huh. Context. Context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, so... It's a fun documentary. I know where, <laughs> your, I know where your reservations come from, because it's not... Some documentaries are very professional and, like... So you haven't said it's stream it, don't stream it. Oh, I'll say stream it, especially yeah. if you like yeah. a documentary. It which, is, I guess, it the uh, Netflix does describe it as a comic documentary. Yeah, well, it's a funny documentary. And it, it, it is. It's a, it's a documentary, but it's, it's kind of fun. I feel like nowadays, more and more... It's not serious. A lot of documentaries are... Like, in the 90s, Dry. you would only get very serious documentaries. Right. You know, they might be about a fun subject, but yeah. they were very... Nowadays, you got these reenactments. No, you're right. Bowling for Columbine was, like, blew people away. That was, like, my introduction to uh, because funny Because it was a documentary with, like, right, with a little... 
flavor to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm kidding. It's not a funny documentary necessarily. No, not funny, but no. in Super Size Me, but they were just they they made them a little more pop culture, maybe right. more easily digestible. Yeah, more accessible, not so dry. Yeah, you could bring up a documentary at a party and the kind of parties we go to and not get <laughs> sneered at. You know what I mean? I would, what we don't? I have. I don't, I don't go to parties. To parties. <laughs> I know, me neither. Man, you invited me to a party Saturday. I was like, no. <laughs> I'm going to pass. I've already lied. I've put out a web of lies preemptively to you know, get out of hanging out with people. I didn't people. bust your balls about that, but I wanted to be like, yeah, and then you show up. They're not mad about the lie. They're happy you made it. No, I know. I, I even considered it, but I was out. I was doing yard work with my brother till like 6 o'clock. I didn't see myself going home and rallying Listen, for Listen, you don't have to lie to the- me, all right? You didn't go. <laughs> I was, I swear to God. I was doing yard work. He fucking was getting his tomato boxes ready and he hijacked me. Oh, nice. Some tomatoes? Tomatoes, yeah, yeah, Welcome. I'm reading it right now. And you've read that, right? Yes, I have. And the one guy, Bill's got a stutter. Yeah. Now I feel like it's it's taking me on. You're getting a stutter. Well, the book sucks you in a little bit. It does? Yeah. Yeah, you had any moments in the apartment? Oh, what, What's like, around that corner? No, I honestly, I haven't been like scared like that as more as like just so interested. I want to just keep reading. It. Yeah, I got to get balls deep in a book. I haven't fucking. This is a book club. Stephen King gets you. Yeah, a movie book club. Yeah, it's a movie book club. It's a Netflix book club. <laughs> We're going to bring a hardback <laughs> book clubs coming. That's coming out next spring. We're going to do actual book book clubs. Um, I don't know. What else to say about this film? Uh, it's really frustrating to know that some of them are actors. I, I guess I'd have to go back and identify which ones are real. Yeah. The wife is obviously real. The daughter's real. Right. Uh, so at the end, when they don't show... I wonder if Andy's okay. Andy, that's kind of fucked up that they didn't include the real Andy. He could have gotten paid. He must be strung out on drugs. He's probably real fucked up, yeah. Yeah. Which... I would have liked to have gotten like a little reference to that at the end, you know? Like, how's Andy doing? Maybe he's in jail for something else. Maybe. No, why would... Why wouldn't they tell They'd us? They'd have to leave that in, I feel like. If why wouldn't they tell us anything? They just have an actor doing that. I don't know. He was the number two guy. That actor was fantastic. Oh, I can't get over it. The Dollar Store Hunter S. Thompson. Dollar Store Hunter S. Thompson. No, he was... Uh, unbelievable. Him searching... Oh, shit, I did one time. Searching for Bro. the name of the island. Yeah. And it's like, and you don't know him. Like, talking about him like he, <laughs> yeah. like he knew Rodney so well. This was some, like, committed improv actor. You know what I mean? Yes. Those weren't lines, I'm sure. Yeah, because, well, maybe, has he been in anything else? We'd have to, I have yeah. to. Yeah. His name's, like, Bo Batson or something. So he's got some weird name. I swear his first name's Bo. Uh, Bo Batterson or something. He's doing know. He's doing an off-Broadway, an off-off-Broadway in Jacksonville, yeah. Florida right now. Yeah, hopefully this skyrockets his career. He's playing Tiger King in the upcoming... What's the next weird, interesting uh, pop culture thing that Theo Love makes a documentary about? We had McMillions. We had Cocaine Island. Uh, they really love a scammer. Everything, they do love a everything's scammer. Everything's a scam artist. Tinder Swindler. Yes. And then Anna Del Rey. Yeah, Inventing Anna. But that was a scripted. Yeah, it was scripted. But true story, though, I think. But, yeah, oh, by, yeah, based on, yeah, they, yeah, definitely a lot of truth in it. Yeah. But, that, oh, but everyone's an actor, clearly. Right. They don't try to... Pull the sheet over your eyes like this one does. Like these fucking con artists. Rodney, Rodney, Rodney. These fucking gaslighting documentary makers. How'd you feel about the daughter playing the flute randomly in the middle of the film? 
A lot of suspense. What was that? A lot of suspense. They go, they're like, okay, they're about to open the bag. The drugs will be revealed, right? Yeah. And then it becomes, instead of the bag of drugs. A a, Lizzo music video all of a sudden. It becomes a, what do you call it? A case for the instrument. Yeah. The thing flies open and she's just putting a flute together. Yeah. I'm like, okay, a flute. <laughs> well, no, she's in the band. They show throughout the whole movie. She's like, she's in the band. Well, they, sh- thing. they show her being interviewed outside of a school wearing some type. I, was that a uniform? I couldn't she even tell. It's a marching band uniform. Oh, I did not. You didn't pick up on that? I knew it was. I, honestly, I thought she was a cheerleader. I thought it was a cheerleading no, uniform. No, marching band interview. Okay, that yeah. that was, I, I didn't know. She I didn't might know. also cheerlead. I didn't find she had the body for cheerleading. <laughs> Maybe so kick line. Maybe God, kick I hope line. It's an actress now. She could have been on the dance team. <laughs> she might have been on Come the step on. team. You know. Yeah. Hopefully she's an actress. <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. Oh man. Uh, oh, no, God. she was. She said we said she. She was a well-adjusted young lady. Yeah, she was well-adjusted. And if it's not an actress, she played a hell of a flute. I mean, imagine you're on a. Th- <laughs> <laughs> We find out she went to Juilliard. Yeah, right. She's, imagine, yeah, she's an incredible talent, worldwide renowned. Imagine on like a third or fourth date with a chick, things are going great, and she's like, "I need to tell you about my dad." Oh, what? That he served six months, and and, oh, t- sixty days in jail. Forget the fact. I don't give a shit about the jail. Just the fact that like this dude went to Puerto Rico to dig up cocaine, and I'd be like, cool. I can't wait to meet this yeah, guy. Coolest father-in-law this ever. Is, yeah, fucking the coolest person ever. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The this mother, th- bitch. She's she's a bitch. You I know? just boring. You know, it's that it's keeping up with the Joneses stuff. Like, What's that? You know, when you want to have the things that other people have, and oh, you're constantly yeah, yeah. in this competition, but you're really with yourself, and you're never happy. Yeah, this is just you know maybe as a life is golf. All right, you're what competing is against yourself. Oh, okay, there you go. What and is so this? I, I, you got real suspicious real quick. Wow, I just what are you a, doing? You know, you gonna turn this around and bash it over my head? That's what <laughs> <laughs> I was like, am I stepping in it right now? No, I just that attitude is just like you know, be happy, lady. Yeah. And anybody, men and women, but in this case, it was a woman. But, like, just she seemed kind of happy enough now that everything was done and they were making a movie about it. But there must have been some late nights of getting screamed at for Rodney. I liked her a lot more at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I liked her more at the end. She's like, with him. Oh, because she's just like, this is bullshit. Yeah, she goes hard for Rodney. And she's like, and the judge was, and she's like, goes, thanks out. Thank God for that judge because the judge looked at it and saw it for what it is. Yeah. Bullshit. And Bullshit. I was like, that I agree with 100%. Yeah. So it she is. was kind of ride or die by the end. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I'm happy to have seen that because they didn't paint a good picture over in the beginning. I mean, she painted herself. She kind of just, they just seem very materialistic. Yes, that's all it is. That's, even, that's what, that, don't, that always rose me the wrong way. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll never forget. I was over this dude's house one time and his kid goes, you're letting all my central air out because the door because I left the door open for a moment uh-huh. and I was just like, this kid sucks. It's <laughs> like nine years old. I'm like, you fucking suck. And that person you, was Rodney. <laughs> no, who's tiny Rodney. Who's the global warming girl? Greta Thunberg. Greta, I couldn't think of it. Greta. Greta Thunberg. Is that, that, that boy grew up to be Greta Thunberg. <laughs> <laughs> Four years later, <laughs> that boy had moved to Nova Scotia, sailed across the Atlantic, transisted his sexuality, transisted, transferred. Whoa. I don't know where you're going with this. Well, he was a boy and now he's a Yeah, girl. his gender. His gender. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Hot button topic for another day. That's a different documentary. That's a different documentary. Something tells me that one won't be as funny. Do you have a favorite documentary? I don't know. Yeah. I you know what I did like uh the one from Netflix uh Stephen Avery and the uh 
Stephen Avery and the Battery Boys. Stephen Avery, it was what the fuck was that? Because I can't think. Of, how to how to kill a murderer? How to find a how murderer? Ma- catch a murderer? How to catch a murderer? What is yeah. that? Is that it? Is that it? Netflix? How to find a murder? How or, to make a murder? How to make a murder? Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that one. It's it's long. I, I kind of liked. it. I don't like documentary series. But there's no actors in that one. No. No. Yeah. And it, and he there's a good story there. Yeah. It's a little long. It's a little long. Yeah. Long. Like if it's, it's eight episodes, you know, you watch it and you always go, that could have been six. That oh, could have been five. And there's another, there's two seasons. Like they, they do another years oh, later. No. Fuck well, because the story kept going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've seen some good ones now for the pot from the podcast, but I've also seen ones where I watch it and I'm really into it and I'm like, what? it'll be about something current that's going on in the world. Like there was a one we watched called Winter on Fire about, I think, the Ukraine. Okay. And I had no idea. Like, I was like, oh, this is incredible. This is crazy. More people should be talking about it. And then I watched, like, three other movies, and I'm like, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened where? Oh, my God. I'm what was that? Seaspiracy? Seaspiracy. Dude, it's a documentary. It, you never eat fish again. Better than Blackfish? You'll I don't ne- eat fish now, so I don't need to watch it. Dude, it's brutal. What about tuna? They're going to take away my tuna. <laughs> I like a good tuna can what once about in a while. canned tuna? <laughs> that specifically was okay because that doesn't come from the ocean somehow. Oh, no, God. I'm ugh. joking. I'm joking. No, it's brutal, dude, what they're doing. Like it, fishing. Yeah. Commercial fishing. I it's mean. brutal. It's brutal what we're doing to animals that we eat all the yeah. time. Yeah. I don't want to watch documentaries that are going to change my life. No, don't. Significantly. Guy, yeah, don't watch Seaspiracy if you haven't already. That will F you up. Will it really? Dude. Maybe I want to get f up. It's horrifying. Yeah. Huge nets, nets as far as the eye can see. Those bi- that big, large nets, and then just scraping the bottom and all of the ocean. Yeah, just on a massive scale, everything comes yeah, in. Someone's got to get a fish. You know what I mean? And everything just dying. If you can, what's the difference between just fishing though and that? It's just scale. So who gives a shit? Watch the watch it. Watch the you watch Seaspiracy watch and it. you call me Dennis. The powers that be that own the mm-hmm. big fishing are the ones behind the slogan sustainability. They're the ones behind the really? straw in the turtle. Like They're, the cigarette thing. They are the first ones in line to fight the th- because they are just keeping you off it's themselves. And they keep yeah. you off the the track. Yeah. Dude, it's brutal. Seaspiracy. Oh. Don't stream. Stream, don't stream. stream there won't be a stream left. Stream. It's a water joke, folks. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There we go. That's all I wanted. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, a water joke. Yeah. Did you see Blackfish? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, SeaWorld. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes documentaries, uh, it's crazy that they'll have such an impact. Not this one. <laughs> Not Legend of Cocaine Island, which they, I love that they put the coordinates down at the end of the movie. That's the very last scene. Yeah, as if you could say, you go find it. Yeah. And also, like, imagine they did that and it just tears the island apart. You know what I mean? Becomes like people- a huge commercial... Or like people are killing each other trying to oh. claim, claim the land, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Puerto Rico isn't having a tough enough time. Now you got all these fucking frat boys flying down for the weekend trying to shovel up cocaine. Yeah, you set up a little sign. You start selling t-shirts. A little lemonade stand. Five pound lobsters. Five pound lobsters. <laughs> Rodney sat on this chair. Can you believe it? <laughs> this uh, is where uh, Andy puked. Yeah. Probably where he croaked. I even wanted to believe Andy when he said that. When he's like, no, it wasn't that I forgot my Suboxone. It's uh, the lobster was bad. Oh, I that's, he's going through withdrawal. He's There's no way in drugs. hell, right? How do you forget your fucking drugs? The legal drugs, the meth, uh, meth, methadone. And the Suboxone or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, you're allowed yeah. to have that. Right. You're prescribed it. 
dude, because you he's know. probably like, I'll go down to Puerto Rico. I'll find some stuff right away, bro. Oh, maybe. You know? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Possibly. Who knows? Didn't he go out and find weed at one point for Rodney? Yeah. In Puerto Rico? It sucked, but he's, I hate everything that guy said now. I don't believe a word he said. Andy. I believe everything he said. That's all. The, that's what can't be proven. Everything the actor said. That's. I wonder how much is. I wonder if they interviewed Andy and they were like, "Well, we can't put this guy on camera, but we can use the things he said." I really want to know why they couldn't. You got to talk to Theo Love. Is there uh, information about I bet that? If you emailed Theo Love, he would answer. You think so? I do think so. We'll get at him on Instagram. I'm okay. sure he's on there. I. Uh, hey man, <laughs> I watch a YouTube video. Figure out how to email. How to email? You'll figure it out. You know, it's not as complicated as flying to Puerto Rico and digging <laughs> up cocaine. I don't think anything was buried there. And if there was, I think it's still there. I don't think that the government found anything. I think it's completely... Because the government has seized cocaine, so they just go and grab some. Of course. And, like, they bring it to trial as evidence. Of course they have cocaine. The fucking courts don't know whether it's that cocaine or this cocaine. They're supervising movements of coke all the time to yeah. get the bigger fish. Right, right, right. That's yeah. what they said. So, yeah, of course they have cocaine. Oh, man. I wonder if Rodney watches Narcos and he's like, could have been me. <laughs> could have been me. Julian at the end living in the woods by himself. Yeah, he lives in like a camper van. Growing plum trees or whatever. Yeah. Blueberries. Uh-huh. That's nice, man. He was a hippie. That's nice. And they go, well, that was your story. And he's like, not my story. Not anymore. Not anymore. Like, he's not going to give you anything. He's not going to tell you yeah. one way or the other whether it's true. Try to verify it. He's been living off that cocaine since he moved. Yeah, right. <laughs> he never told anybody. He <laughs> just... Yeah, he buried it up his nose. It is great to have that story <laughs> up his nose. It is great to have that story, though. I would tell that fucking story all the time, too, if I right. had actually done it. Right. Be like, I found cocaine. I Because you didn't do anything wrong then. You found it. You kept a little for yourself. You put the rest in the ground. It is an interesting thing, like the even the Prospect Park and the bag of meth. Yeah, you're now holding it. Yeah, you're so the guy. It's is it? It's yours now. Possession, right? Yeah. Guilt, guilty of possession. I wouldn't trust the police. I don't know what I'd do, man. If it were me, if it were me, and it were pot, I would sell. That <laughs> shit. I mean, it's legal now in New York, so whatever. I would True. try to make my money. Is know? it illegal to do the meth? Like, I found a bunch yeah, of meth. I'm I start sure doing it. Is, it. Right? Yes, because it's illegal. Okay, yeah. so, but if it's pot, is it illegal to smoke the meth? I mean, smoke the pot? I don't think so. No, right? Unless it's like the mayor's pot. <laughs> I <smoked> the mayor's <laughs> pot. I was like, I didn't know it was his. That's it, the mayor's backpack. The mayor's pot. Was it Mayor Quimby? <laughs> That there is my pot. <laughs> he smokes my pot. He's getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Mayor Quimby. Or, De, or Ron DeSantis. He's not smoking pot. No, I don't think uh, Eric Adams is either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think you need documentaries like this, though, to even out the bowling for Columbines. You know what I mean? Well, this is a great story. It's a great story. They call him a unicorn at one point. Yeah, he is. Do you think? He is. Do you think the agents at the end are the agents? They blow out their faces like you can't see you them. You can't see them. They're in the dark. I think so. I, I think. I think Andy's like the only one. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so too. Then there should have been. I don't know. How? What do you do then? You have this great documentary, but you can't put one of the main guys on camera. Right. You know. Yeah. But you could still use like things he said. Because I'm sure they had to tap Andy for some stuff, for likeness and all that shit. Otherwise, Andy could see, you know, you got to get, you can't just have a documentary made about you, right? Can you? I guess you can. 
You know what? You're probably right. They probably met him and they're like, we can't put this guy on camera. Yeah, but we'll record him for four hours talking about it. Hopefully they gave him some money. Hopefully. Hopefully he didn't fucking shoot all that money up in his arm. Uh, Something tells me he's a bad negotiator. You ever hear about the Tickle documentary? I ever tell you about that? No. Dude, there's a documentary about this guy, this rich dude from Long Island, Garden City. Oh, Garden City. And he would pay... uh, Young adults, like 18 and up, but like college-aged kids to have tickle competitions that they would film. Never got sexual, but it was all tickling all the time. And uh, Hold on. They yeah. tickle him? No, they he's t- not involved. They tickle each other. They tickle each other, they film it, and they, they have like DVDs and shit. You okay. know what I mean? That they sell. <clears throat> and this uh, like Swiss documentary team found out about the tickling competitions, and they were like, this is... Real weird. Yes. Let's see. And they just start. It's one of those documentaries where like they just go deeper and deeper and deeper. And like these kids get to be like 24, 25. And they're like, yeah, I need this off the Internet. Like, I can't <laughs> have videos of me getting tickled. And they're like, well, they bought you. He bought you a $15,000 car, though, when you were 19. He's like, yeah, I was 19. I was a fucking idiot. Now I'm out of college. I'm trying to get jobs. You Google my name. It's me. And uh, it gets it's dark, man. It's a dark documentary. I think it's called Tickled. I don't know if I want this in my life. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know if I need this information in my brain. Yeah, man. I watched Our Father. Did you watch that one? No. Documentary on Netflix. Should we just do it on a future one, or should I talk about it right now? Maybe we'll do it. What's it about? It's really good. What's it about? But I've already seen it. What's it about? (laughs) Wanted to see how many times I could get you to say, what's it about? (laughs) What's it about? Next week. (laughs) (laughs) No, this guy runs a... um, sperm insemination i don't want to talk about this doctor <laughs> uh but he was the only one back in like let's say the 80s oh no that can do this certain thing where uh, women who weren't able to get pregnant it's a surgery that uh-huh. now i think is fairly very common yeah but at the time he was the only one or the only one that could do it in this area of the country or whatever so at it he knew how to do it and whatever or, or was willing to do it whatever the case may be so a lot of people went to him especially women that he inseminated a bunch of women didn't with he? his own with his own yeah with his own ow it's really good. What's the number? That's why I can't tell you. Okay. Maybe That's we'll, how, it's a real good documentary. Maybe we'll watch it. That's a bummer, though. <laughs> it's it's pretty it's good. A bit of a and bummer. it's one of those where it's like they're going to have to make a second documentary because the notoriety from... Like, there's people walking around that are his lineage that don't know it yet. There's people watching the documentary. They'll like, learn, yes. I look a lot like that guy. <laughs> they're going to learn it from the documentary. Jesus. Yeah, real time. So that's, I can't like... That's wild. There'll be another one. When did one. that come out? Very recently. Oh. On, uh, yeah, just another documentary. I think we, we usually we're gonna try to do about one documentary a month. I think. Yeah, that speaking. many. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. On or about. On or about. All right. Where can they find you, Mike? Underscore Mike Tui on all social media stuff and Eastville Comedy Club every Sunday night at eight p.m. Come great find show. Me. Come find me. Come check it out. They a got a sandwich a sign outside. Now. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. We got the sandwich side on the sidewalk there. Comedy show eight p.m. There you go. Follow me on Instagram at Dennis Rooney seven. I'm trying to get over a thousand followers. I'm right there. I'm at like nine sixty or something like that. So let's go. Let's boost that over a thousand. I want the one point K or whatever it says. And uh, let's get Dennis the one point K. Let's get me the one point K. That's a hundred. So <laughs> also follow the Instagram for the podcast at Netflix Book Club Podcast to see the whole schedule for the month. Next week it's going to be Hustle, right? Hustle with Adam Sandler? I hope so. I'm almost positive it's Hustle or Hustler, but it's a new movie with Adam Sandler and, uh, you know, Uncut Gems, I guess. Adios, muchachos.
I guess it is a documentary film. At least that's what it says up there. You guess it's a documentary film? Well, because it's really a true crime documentary. 